Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable with me, Sean Phelan. Each week we chat to the people that make the grassroots game happen, and this week is no different. I speak to Rugby Against Cancer founder Aaron Beasley about the charity and the plans for 2021. But first, looking to buy the rugby fan in your life a great gift this Christmas? Our partners Rugby Store have a great Christmas gift guide with everything from rugby shirts to rugby boots and everything in between. And it's at their website, rugbystore.co.uk. And if you're going to buy anything from there, don't forget to use our promo code FYBPOD at the checkout to save yourself 10% off your order. Go to rugbystore.co.uk and use the promo code FYBPOD at the checkout. And we thank them for once again supporting our show. Now let's get to Rugby Against Cancer's Aaron Beasley. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's Philly Roots Rugby Roundtable. I'm Sean Phelan. Uh, just want to quickly say thank you for uh, making last week's uh, Q&A with uh, Steve Granger uh, absolutely phenomenal. It's like 4,000 people have watched it overall and it's been the most watched, most downloaded, most talked about uh, one, one of these that we've done. So uh, it doesn't happen without you lot. So thank you all for watching and taking part and um i know the rfu are very happy and that is no that's all we can do so tonight we're gonna talk about something slightly different and uh sitting in a chair beautiful shirt chair is uh is my old friend aaron beasley for, uh he's the founder of rugby against cancer how are you mate very well thank you thanks for having me ah it's an absolute pleasure mate it's when when we uh Decided to come up with doing these sort of podcast things and video show things. Uh, speaking to you was uh, was on the top of the list. It just a million things happened, didn't it? So we just never got round to it until now. And what a better time to do it, eh? Follow on from oh, exactly. a, a, before a great, Christmas. A great video from last week. Oh well, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully people start you know, tuning in again. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Um, so yeah, we. We met what maybe ten years ago, maybe even longer than that. About ten, maybe twelve years ago. Yeah, down at Rachel came along for for a couple of games. I think he scored six tries in the first match that you played in for us. Yeah, um, I, don't know, I, don't <laughs> I don't even remember that. I've actually slept since then, but yeah, <laughs> it was a couple of Good kids. Ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, twelve years ago, good, good kind of run be. out of the boys. Yeah, must yeah. be. So, um, tell if people don't uh, already know who you are, tell us a bit about you, and then uh, we'll go into talking about uh, rugby against cancer. Uh, so, yeah, as a, as the name says on the screen, um, my name is Aaron. Um, kind of thirty-two years old. Uh, played kind of rugby for well, I'd say the majority of my life uh, for about eight, six years old. Um, started to dwindle down now because of a old age injury and a bit of weight gain. 
but uh, hey, I won't mention that. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so yeah. I hear you on that one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's always the way. Again, like you said, when kids come along, it's, it happens. Um, but yeah, exactly, no, I've, yeah. I've played uh, with Sean a couple of times. Uh, had the pleasure of meeting meeting the uh, the Feeling Clan, uh, the rest of the Rachel Decker boys. Uh, also, Sean came down and played. Uh, last August, wasn't it, Sean? Yeah, last August, yeah. Yes, it was, yeah. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah, I don't think I've... Yeah. It's, yeah. How was it? And then you got the chance to run out with uh, Mr. Vandell. That's true, yeah. Great experience. Yeah, great day, great day. Um, but yeah, well, so that's me. Really... the level I was talking about. So tell us about rugby against cancer. Why did you set it up? Why, uh, when, how, why? Yeah, so uh, I started the idea. Well, I started thinking about the idea back in. Um, it was uh, just a kind of an idea of putting together a fixture, um, just to kind of raise a bit of awareness and funds for a couple of local cancer charities. After hearing about a, an old school friend uh, being diagnosed, and also a couple of local local club uh, members um, came up with the idea, thought we'll just get a fixture down in South. Um, nothing horrendous, nothing too big to start off with. Uh, the idea was to get some school boys down, but obviously, as you know, over the years people kind of drift away, relocate, so it's difficult. So I spoke to uh, a, a member of Ports Rugby Club, actually, Graham Street, who's actually one of our trustees now, uh, Sid. Um, seeing if he could get get a team together to kind of help me out. All local boys. Um, and the idea was, uh, at the time, uh, just that we had 100 people turn up to watch the game or just partake. And we raised £500. Job done. Um and yeah. 600 people later and eight and a half thousand pound later uh just kind of blew us away really um so i think oh, we were yeah. sat in the pub that evening and uh a few of the boys were saying you've got to take this further and i was sat there going yeah i think i'd had a few beers by then uh, <laughs> just kind of yeah okay whatever you say uh and then i got a few messages the next day from a few of the kind of uh family members of the guys that we were supporting at the time um, just said look it was amazing what you did for us kind of gave us a lot of hope and kind of made us smile for a day uh, and then from then I just kind of said look let's if we can do this again in six months time and make it a kind of annual thing and then one of my mates said to me it's got legs it could go it could be really big again I was like yes okay whatever I think that was also after a few beers, so I didn't I didn't listen <laughs> again. Um, and we decided to put on a, another fixture, and uh, it just kind of, it I think it was a Good Friday event, and it just kind of it blew up again, like with just the, the numbers that people wanted to be involved in, um, the amount of players that just wanted to come and play, uh, and put on the shirt uh, to support kind of those people again that we were trying to help out. So for me, then I just kind of sat back and said, you know what, it has got legs and uh, let's take it further. So two years, two and a half years later, we're a fully fledged registered charity now. So, so how much have you raised so far from, from the various stuff that you've, that you've done? 
So just over £70,000 in two and a half years. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely so, incredible. Yeah, so it wasn't just the kind of obviously the rugby fixtures. They were they were a big obviously uh, a big fundraiser for us. But uh, obviously, as you know, we did the the first trek to Twickenham back in two thousand eighteen, no two thousand nineteen. Sorry. Yes, yeah, so tell um, us about that. Yeah, so I sat with a friend of mine, John, and he said, "Oh, let's do a, let's do something crazy, and uh, let's go for a walk and raise some money." I was like, "Okay, where are we going? What are we doing?" So he was like. Well, we're based in Portsmouth. It's in the home of the Navy. Why don't we go and watch the Army-Navy game at Twickenham? I was like, right. He's like, but let's walk there. And I was like, oh, okay, this is uh, sounds a bit crazy. But yeah, no, we, we put the feelers out to a few 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 friend a few friends, and uh, kind of got the ball rolling. Um, and we decided that we we're going to support prostate cancer because uh, uh, John's dad unfortunately had prostate cancer at the time, um, and we said, look. Let's do it with prostate cancer. Uh, I think we had 14 walkers and we walked from Portsmouth uh, all the way through to Twickenham uh, for the Army Navy fixture. Um, and when we got there, people didn't think we'd, we'd, we'd done it until we showed them the state of our feet, which were absolutely horrific. Um, but we raised nine, <laughs> just, just the sight of our feet, I think, raised next to £2,000 from people just throwing money at us. Um, <laughs> which is in, it was an incredible ex, incredible experience. Uh, I think we did nine thousand four hundred from the trek from that trek for prostate cancer. And you've done it again this year. Yes. Yeah, so we were stu- well, I say stupid enough. We were uh, silly enough to do it again. People wanted to do it um, again. We were going to walk to Twickenham for the Prem final, um, but obviously due to I'm going to bring it up. I, I didn't want to mention the, the C word, COVID. But uh, no, due to COVID, we weren't able. Exactly. Um, obviously, there was no fixtures, so there was pointless walking to Twickenham just to get on the train and come back. So um, <laughs> we kind of had a few. We had, I think, we had twenty people signed up to do it, and then due to kind of COVID, people's thoughts changed. They couldn't make it. They couldn't do it. So when we were allowed, eventually allowed to do outside exercise I think it was August we said right let's just do it but let's flip it and just walk back from Twickenham to Portsmouth um yep yeah, okay so uh I think we end up with 14 walkers I think I like I said in the video previously on, on our page that I didn't even know who was going to do the walk until the morning of the walk people were dropping out people were dropping in <laughs> dropping out I was like so yeah we, we did that and we set ourselves a target of five thousand pounds obviously due to pandemic i was like we're no never gonna hit it um and obviously we partnered with breast cancer now um to kind of raise awareness and funds for them during the the pandemic and i thought i said i sat in a committee meeting i was like five thousand pounds gonna be a big ask there's no crowds last year we had eighty thousand drunk people this year (laughs) there's not gonna be anyone um and then it just started to build and build and build. And I think by 10 o'clock on the the day we we set off from the shack, um, I think we hit £6,000. Um, and then the grand total was £19,000, which was incredible. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. So we've, uh, oh. we've been making a donation this week to Breast Cancer Now of £6,000. 
which um, is going to go a long way for them because obviously all their fundraising has been an absolute blitz this year, along with several other yeah, yeah, yeah. thousands of other charities. So, yeah, we make that donation this week. So, kind of good, good times. That's incredible. So, how uh, how was the sort of the world we're in 2020, uh, 2020 for for you and, uh, and for for everything else that you had planned or um, for the charity itself? Absolutely horrendous. <laughs> like we had, I think we sat in in February, beginning of February at our uh, committee meeting, and we had I think, six events planned. Um, we set ourselves a target of what we wanted to raise. Um, we wanted to uh, purchase a bladder scanner for QA Hospital. It was all all laid out. COVID came along, and those plans just went out the window. So, uh, <laughs> bar the trek, we've had nothing this year. So um, we were very very lucky that we were able to do the trek. So, and also very lucky that the whole kind of community jumped on and to help us out this year without them we wouldn't, we wouldn't be registered and sat here now no for sure uh so you're now a fully fledged charity how did that come about what you know, I, I obviously i don't know the process of creating charity give us sort of the nuts and bolts so we have to um kind of find a direction and of what we want to do as a charity uh, and kind of decide of decide what we want to do and how we're going to kind of uh, benefit the pub public so what we do now is whereas before before we were a charity we were supporting kind of smaller charities and raising awareness we're still going to do that on to a degree but we now support rugby players and their immediate families dealing with cancer so um if you're a rugby player or has cancer and going through it yourself, or if you're a rugby player and you've got immediate family going through it, um, we will jump on board and help with kind of respite. We'll help with kind of days out. We'll help with I don't know if you're uh, if you're dead keen on speaking to a rugby player and getting a bit of motivation or whatever you want. We'll we'll try and help, or even as we've helped. Uh, one of the guys already this year. If you just want a uh, a memorable uh, a memory tree of the garden of your new house because you've lost a close family member, we're in there for that as well. So it's really just we want to support those players to make the the journey they're on a little bit more comfortable to deal with. If that makes sense. It's absolutely amazing, mate. Yeah, no, no, it's absolutely amazing. So, 2021, uh, what's in the diary? How can people get involved? Well, there's many things penciled in, and let's hope we can put the ink on it uh, <laughs> uh, over the next few months. So, yeah, no, we've got a, a big 21 planned, actually. So, now we're fully fledged and registered. Uh, and for, I'll touch on the events in a second, but what we're looking for is uh, rugby clubs and local rugby players to be kind of uh, club connections or kind of local ambassadors. So if you're a rugby club um, and you think actually we want to partner with you or we want to support what we're doing, we'd love to kind of do that and have you fundraise for us, 
um, because who knows, you might be a rugby club that needs to have us or reach out and have us help one of your guys. So we want to kind of connect with local grassroots rugby clubs uh, and players that are going through uh, obviously cancer or having family members so we can help them out. Um, so that's what we want to do that in that side of things. But we've got four big events planned. So we are going to be doing our Good Friday event, which is our first one in the diary. So that's going to be obviously Good Friday at Petersfield Rugby Club, where we are going to be doing playing against the men. They're going to be playing against the England Fire Brigade. Uh, the women are going to play against Middlesex ladies. Um, and then we'll... Uh, have a big family fun day lunch and things like that so um, if you can get on to good friday that'd be brilliant the final trek is also on the cards um it's actually not on the cards it's, that's penciled in as well that's inked in so we're going to do one final trek so to say that we had 14 people for the last two treks kind of drop in drop out i'm sure what we're going to do we've had 60 people register and sign up and they're fully fledged wow. in walk this year so it's again our support team of two or three people we had the, for the trek last year is going to have to kind of triple and quadruple to kind of manage 60 people so, um that's going to Amazing. be our, probably our that? big that's the 29th and 30th of may bank holiday weekend um so we're going to be walking from guy's hospital in london um, which is obviously the oldest rugby club in the world, um, yeah. all the way through to Portsmouth. So we're going to be attending, I think it's 13 grassroots rugby clubs on the way. Um, so the, the route will be out soon. Um, there'll be, as of January, I'm sure you'll see all over kind of social media with everyone that's taken part, kind of fundraising um, to get on board. But we're looking for people to jump on board and help with the support throughout the weekend as well. Or just meet us at one of the checkpoints and kind of cheer us on and clap us and uh, tell us it's all going to be okay. Because, my God, that's exactly what we need after walking that far. <laughs> and buy you a few beers. Yeah, well, not until the end, because I think we made that mistake on the first one where I think we stopped it quite early. And <laughs> it, it, it affected some people worse than others, you say. <laughs> uh, but we've got the uh, also one big uh, event towards the end of the year. We're um, obviously it's the Rugby League World Cup next year, um, yeah. and we've got I believe twenty two cyclists cycling from London to Newcastle for the first England game. Wow! So we are doing the Thames to Tyneside cycle. So wow, yeah, twenty two cyclists, three hundred eighty miles in four days. Are you doing it? No. <laughs> Do I look like I could sit on a bike for more than an hour? You're, you're maybe a... just be in Newcastle. <laughs> Wait for them to arrive. I'll, I'll happily drive and wave. Or if someone's got a sidecar, I'll happily <laughs> sit in that and kind of motivate. But yeah, I'm not cycling. I'm not cycling. I'll do the walk, but no, I'm not built for cycling, pal. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. No, well, look, it so sounds incredible. Uh, hopefully, hopefully I might get an invite back to come and play again. Uh, I had a great time. Indeed. Was it last last August? Yeah, uh, it was a hell of a day. Um, getting to play alongside Tom Vandell, and he just wanted the ball every five seconds, which was handy because I didn't, and a few other people <laughs> didn't either. 
but it was yeah, it was incredible. Well, Raised a ton of money. I think what what I kind of what we 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 kind of look back on that on that one and having Tom Barndale was uh, huge for us. Um, I think that kind of opened a window for other pro players to kind of look and think actually we want to be involved as well. Um, to see Tom after the game and after everyone had been at a bar and things like that, just racing with kids up and down the pitch was just a really nice kind of touch from him. Um, but yeah, from there, we, yeah, we brought on we've brought on some incredible ambassadors as well. So we've obviously got him as well. He's one of our ambassadors. Uh, Kai Griffiths. Uh, obviously, Joe Batley, Worcester now. Uh, Locke, who plays uh, for Welsh, uh, Wales Ladies and Gloucester Hartbury, Hooker, and the ex-Island, Simon Mason, ex-Island International. So, brilliant. yeah, it's going kind to of open our, open the doors for a few of them to come on board, which is brilliant. So let's, uh, let's quickly touch on... Uh... Uh, rugby, I guess. Um, yeah. Who you play for these days? Um, have you been back in training? Are you looking forward to being back in training? To be fair, I I am playing. Uh, I think this is... Uh, I've started to dwindle out, really. Like I said, I've, I've just picked up injuries, that like little niggles that I just I can't seem to shake uh, as well as I could do when I was 20. Um, but no, I'm playing up at Portsmouth Rugby Club. Um it's a fantastic setup. Like I think throughout the whole of you know, the first lockdown and second lockdown, we what we could do, um, we were having kind of 40, 50 boys every week, which looking at other clubs and hearing stories from other clubs about numbers for us, it was just it's just huge. Um and we were had had new people coming in wanting to join the club as well, which Again, from stories I've heard from other clubs, it's it's difficult. It was a difficult time, but we seem to kind of thrive, which is fantastic. And it just got knocked on the head again, didn't it? So <laughs> just as we were getting right back into the nitty gritty. <laughs> but no, the boys are back there have, tonight. Have you got back uh, into contract. Yeah, so the contact training side oh. of things. Oh, hello. I'll stop. No. Let's no, it's you. Don't worry. I can hear you. There you go. So, yeah, we've um, we've started the backup training tonight. Uh, obviously, I can't be there because I had a better invite. Um, and it's a bit wet. <laughs> oh, well, no. Um, I, had to give the, I had to give the fans. Go on. Um, but, no, we've got um, training tonight, which is kind of interrating a bit of bit of contact, uh, get the boys back involved. Um and then Saturday we've got um a, again Saturday session for an hour, uh bit of contact. Uh, see how people boys' shoulders are gonna fare up after the long break. And playing next weekend or gonna wait till after Christmas? No, so I'm not gonna play probably until we've got um like a we have a every year we've had a called a hangover cup on boxing day um so we've got that again so it's rac kind of unders and overs uh a few ports and a, a bit of a run around on boxing day so i'll probably pull the boots on for that but yeah i'll probably hang until after christmas just to be so i trained for a bit during the summer uh and then obviously yeah lockdown happened again 
Uh, and my son does rugby tots on a on a Saturday morning at the same time. So it's been a bit um, convenient. No, is the answer? Oh, <laughs> No, is the oh. oh no, technical issues. Is that me? Right, can you hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. All right, yeah, technical hitch, technical hitch. So, um, yeah, no, I. Train during the summer, and then my, uh, my son's rugby tots changed time, so it just overlapped. But um, I've just got an email to say it's been cancelled this week, so I'm going to go for a run around, see the boys. I haven't seen them for ages, so hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll be all right. See if my shoulders and, and stuff works and all well, sorts of work. Take the hits and stuff. Yeah, I think it's... My big thing was my lungs. I, 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 I lost them in the first kind of 30 seconds of sprints. Um, again, I'm not built for sprints, so I'll, just, I'll play downhill for these days. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'll just, I'll just go from breakdown to breakdown, scrum to scrum. But Well, not anymore. That's my rest period gone, down and dusted. This is uh, this this dodgy internet. But yeah, we said obviously about the scrums. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. So our uh, us big boys. Am I happy? That'd be our rest period. So I don't really know. No, I know. It's uh, there'd be a lot of walking. I think there's gonna be a lot of walking. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I'm gonna. <laughs> be the best position to do it. So I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a, an interesting time to go back and play, especially when you've got all these youngsters that are in our, in the leagues and stuff. I know, uh, I know. I've seen I've seen photos from from uh, from uh, my club's training going younger, and like we're not old, like by any stretch of the imagination, but got to feel it. I think I already feel it. Looking at the boys we have at training, we've got the Colts coming through. And some of these Colts are just absolute monsters and also rapid. <laughs> so, yeah, it's so, going to be interesting. Um, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, so we're on... Um, I don't know if you stop there, but I'm not the internet again. We're on um, all social media outlets, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, mildly on LinkedIn as well. Um, not really kind of got around to working how that really works, find out how that works properly. But yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, at Cancer Rugby. Um, and if you want to be involved in kind of any of the events or you, you feel like you can support us in any way, fundraisers or even kind of volunteering at any of our events, um, if you email let's talk at rugby against cancer.com and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to you. But yeah, it'd be good to kind of get people. There it is. Uh, there it is. To get people involved. Yeah, hundred percent. Look, the last question we always sort of we've started leaving people with is: uh, Do you have one fear uh, and then one hope for for rugby and all rugby against cancer? 
uh, for 2021? Oh, my fear for rugby is I fear for the props and the tight five, to be honest. Uh, if I'm hoping that this kind of no no scrums and malls uh, is just going to be a phase because I think we're going to lose a lot of good players to the game for props and second rows that probably haven't got the time now to adapt to playing a new style of rugby without the scrums and malls. So yeah, I fear for kind of the front five if we can't kind of get back to normality um, soon. Um, and two hopes, I think one for rugby, I hope that we can get kind of full crowds back uh, and just get back enjoying the, the beautiful game that we love. Uh, and for, for us, obviously, we hope that we can kind of support uh, many people this year. Uh, like I said, make that journey and it'll be more comfortable to deal with. So reach out if you can and you want our help. Yeah, please do. Aaron and, and his team are doing incredible things. So, um, you know, please get involved however you can. Um, you know, go down to Portsmouth on Boxing Day and, uh, and have a pint because um, that would help. Or uh, get involved in the trek or the bike ride to Newcastle. Uh, and you can find yep. all the information on that on uh, rugbyagainstcancer.com or and check out their social channels. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Aaron, it's an absolute pleasure, mate. It's great, always great to talk to you. Um, we'll, uh, we'll we'll chat more uh, after Christmas. Uh, keep us updated with anything, and if anything, if there's anything you want posted on Philly Boots, just app, no, just just do so. Just just let me know. As always. No, thanks for the invite. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure, and uh, no doubt we'll get you back in the kit soon for a run out. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Uh, have a good Christmas, mate. Uh, everybody will be back next week. Um, we haven't planned it yet, but me and Bruce from Happiness is Egg Shapes are putting together some sort of charity spectacular thing for a couple of charities that uh that we're both close to so uh tune in for that we've got some great guests who have said who have again penciled in so we're well um there'll be more information about that next week but uh yes great to see you, if you all name, if, you name it, if you name them now they've got to be in it surely <laughs> I, I, I can't I, i'm not at the moment oh, okay. but uh <laughs> embargoed but um, yeah, the, the, there'll be more information on that early next week. But everybody, have a good uh, weekend. Uh, like, subscribe, download the podcast, all, all that malarkey. And uh, we'll see you again. Cheers, everyone. Take care. Once again, thanks to Aaron from Rugby Against Cancer for joining me tonight. And to Rugby Store for supporting our show. Don't forget to visit rugbystore.co.uk and get 10% off your order by when you use the promo code FYBPOD. For more information on Philly Boots, visit fybrugby.com. My name's Sean Phelan and you've been listening to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable.